You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. We've got a pretty nice daily dose for you. Yeah. Uh, Chef Christian Gill going to be with us in a couple of minutes, mm -hmm. talking about a very special night tonight, tomorrow night, a little bit late for us, but for you probably at home. It's going to be perfect timing, probably. Uh, we're very excited about this. Yes, it's going to add are. a little extra flavor to your daily dose. So you. you've been I know. You were waiting to sprinkle listen, that in, haven't you? You set me up earlier. <laughs> you got my juices flowing on the creative food She's been puns. waiting. <laughs> Such. I haven't, I haven't seen Colin it. Colin kicked it off earlier this morning, so I just am riding Colin's coattails at this point, but everyone from Daily Dose is like new to us, so yeah. I'll take the credit. Yeah, there we go. Um, we do have a couple headlines for you because it was a busy overnight. Um, mm -hmm. We had a fire on Madison Avenue that was a challenge for several different reasons for these firefighters who were called to the scene there. This is over in Norwood. Um, the the power lines run through trees there, it looks like, which I know is the case in my neighborhood and a couple other neighborhoods mm -hmm. around town. And this is why it can be a problem. So there's a fire at this house, pretty serious, pretty involved fire. Um, looks like that home has been destroyed. And as the crews were responding, then the electric line started sparking. So then they all had to back up. Uh, but we do know that one person has been rushed to the hospital as a result of that fire. Uh, I believe Megan Mitchell spoke with a lieutenant earlier this morning who said there was somebody outside who was able to give firefighters a more clear indication of where the person was stuck inside the mm -hmm. home um, so they knew where to look but it was a pretty intense fire that was burning like I said most likely that house is destroyed they're not going to be able to return there at least for some uh, extensive period of time so we're working to find out how that person in the hospital is doing um, just also a heads up for the people in that area the power could be shut off to uh, some of those homes they're usually able to do it pretty targeted right um, but that could be the case this morning in Norwood as they were battling that with those electric lines and we were able to get some pretty wild video of that down yeah. power line it was it had I don't know what happened but it looks like it got severed somehow and was hitting tree branches on its way down and you can see the sparks in those trees um, and I live right on the edge of Norwood in Gulf Manor and it's kind of the same thing where right. they're just trees right against power lines so um, very not uncommon for that area for sure look like fireworks again and it yeah, sounded yeah, like about, fireworks yeah, it did, too. They kind of resemble that um, we also had uh, a, a uh, interesting situation yeah. at uh, the Ravenwood apartments complex in East Westwood there was a report of a fire so obviously they responded fire uh, crews did but then they noticed that there were shots that had been fired I don't know know exactly where uh, they would have seen that. There's a lot of questions surrounding this. Um, we actually saw three people arrested, but we don't know if it's in connection to a fire that was at the apartment complex or the shots that were fired. Um, they did find uh, a victim, 47-year-old Alfonso Bowers, at the scene. They transported him to UC Medical Center. Unfortunately, he died um, from wounds sustained there on scene. So like I said, uh, a lot still uh, surrounding this uh, needs to be answered uh, from Cincinnati police. And I think uh, those three people will get more information on who they are and how they're yeah. connected to this. Yeah, some more clarity there. Um, the Ohio gun violence debate, obviously, with, with what has taken place over the last few days, specifically up out in the outside of Chicago area. Um, there's a lot of conversation about access to guns. There has been since that bill was passed and signed by the president recently. But Cecil Thomas, state senator and uh, former Cincinnati police officer, speaking out about age ranges and access to certain guns. So that's the specifics of what is being talked about today, introducing a bill um, looking at raising the age for specific guns to be also at 21, because I believe right. certain can, guns are at 21. You have to wait until you're 21 to purchase handguns, handguns okay. um, but rifles are able to be purchased at the age of 18. So I think this bill is trying to 
make 21 the across the board minimum age you have to be to be able to purchase. Which seems odd in some sense. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people have asked, I've seen on social media, you know, why, why would you have to wait till 21 to buy a handgun, but a, you know, a longer style a rifle, in some respects that could be a little bit harder to handle right. than a handgun at 18. So interesting stuff. And I think this just uh, hopefully negates all the confusion yeah. around. I'd imagine, I'd imagine sport is probably for that. Um, you obviously don't use a handgun to go it's a good idea. hunt uh, hunt or right. uh, growing up, my family had a farm and we would shoot clay pigeons and use rifles for that. So I, I imagine that's somewhere probably in the Probably why the, the, the age ranges that, are yeah. different there. It'll be interesting to see what conversation happens um, there, of course. Uh, and Cecil Thomas can provide interesting insight having been a Cincinnati mm -hmm. police officer. I think, uh, you know, his conversation is very well respected within the community just because of what he has seen. So um, the other big thing I know you guys talked about it yesterday sorry I missed out uh, but early voting starts today so your last chance to register to vote was yesterday, yesterday. for yep. the second primary that's right um, and today is your first chance to do early voting so there is a special primary on August 2nd I know this has been confusing I we if you listen to us or you tune into us we sound repetitive saying this but you have to keep in mind not everybody is on the same page mm -hmm. um, so this second primary is for state Senate and state house races that are on the ballot this is huge you've been seeing all over social media that local elections matter no matter what side of these issues that you are on, it starts at the local level. So um, this is starting for the second primary, and they are already concerned about voter turnout based off of what happened in May. 16% in May. So it, it, any lower than that, and really no one's really showing up. And That's obviously right. we were, we also talked to Alex Triantafilu, who's part of the GOP membership here, our, our leadership in Cincinnati, and they were talking about poll workers. They still need poll workers for folks to, uh, to turn up and volunteer. So hopefully people will do that. As Kelly said, we know it's been confusing, but these are such impactful races and they are down to your local, um, you know, where you live, your neighborhood. So uh, obviously that impacts how you live and where you live. Absolutely. August 2nd, that date for the primary early voting up until then. Up obviously. until then, yeah. right. And we'll talk about it for the next. Right. Two months, Three weeks. Or a month, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we're going to check the forecast because pop-up shower is going to impact our day, Randy. Right now on the WLWT live radar, we have an area of heavy rain rolling through northern portions of Claremont County. You can see it's pouring in downtown Loveland and east in through Goshen. A lot of lightning with this as well. Another pocket of heavy rain from Morristown in through Belfast and Bratton. And all of these just developed really in the last 30 minutes or so. You can see here uh, the pop-up downpours. We're going to see more of those off and on through the day. And when it's not storming, it's going to be steamy with temperatures once again headed into the mid-90s. All right, Randy, thank you. And we promised you a special guest. That's right. He's now here. That's to be right. sizzling in the kitchen tonight, not just, not just in the forecast. <laughs> See, I just, I'm a gift that keeps on giving. You are. You when are. it comes to dad jokes, you truly are. <laughs> thank you. Please. You're welcome. For the Thanksgiving Can I come gift? with you on the next taping? Of course. Provide you hope relief. you lines from the set. That would hey, be you say this. hysterical. I'm sure actually. there's going to be some sort of like partner combo. We brought like... Colin Mayfield for dad jokes. During cooking. Yeah. There it is. I mean, they could just like pan to you no off to that. the side. That's our, that's our show. There Colin and Christian cutting it up. There we go. Colin and Christian cutting it up. My goodness. We have come up with so many good ideas this morning. <laughs> we got to stop. We got to focus in. Yep. Chef Christian Gill is here joining us this morning because he's not making just one, actually two appearances on the Food Network in one week. Yes. This is awesome. Tell people what you're going to be on, what shows you're going to be on, and when they can see you. Tonight, Guys Grocery Games at 9.30 p.m. 9 p.m. Sorry. It's yes. a lot. And you've, a had, lot. you've been with us for a uh, very yeah. long time. I think morning. I did that because I asked you if it was tomorrow. You did. Uh, so you zigged when I that was zagged. Sorry. Said, Guys, grocery <laughs> games tonight, 
9 p.m. on Food Network at 8 p.m. Central, and then tomorrow, Beat Bobby Flay, 9.30 p.m. on Food Network, 8.30 cool. Central. Cool. Can I ask if you have a favorite show between the two? Between those two? Yeah. Grocery games. Okay, grocery games. One thousand percent. You also have dominated before. I have. So this is this, this is not the first. Uh, yeah, it's not your first circus. No, it's not my first rodeo. Rodeo, yeah. I should say. Or first. Uh, no, circus is fine. It oh, is kind of like a circus. Yeah, if watch, you watch, watch guys, your guys' grocery games. It feels it's like a, a circus. circus. It's kind of like that. No, I have it. Okay. I was gonna say okay. with the the tonight, there's like beach bags and there's beach like equipment and beach wow. balls and it's a circus. Wow. It's a summer circus. This for sure. is different than the regular guys' grocery games because this is the tournament of champions, correct? Mm. Yes. Of of guys. Guys Grocery Games Champions. Guys Grocery Games yes. Champions. So what does that mean? More competitors? That means there's double the amount of normal competitors. So instead of four, there's eight. Uh, and then there's five total weeks of competition. Someone goes home every single week. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot. He's not going to tell us when he goes home. Mm. We're going to nag him about it because yeah. we want mm. to know the details. Yeah, but if he told us, we want you to watch. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have any reason incentive to watch. Yeah, I exactly. watch anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Apparently, it's always on. It's I think Ben's learning how to cook now. Food Probably Network is. is 24. We were watching it while I was actually about try. to have the baby, and they kept coming in, being like, "Ma'am, you can't eat. Maybe you should turn the Food Network and off." You're like, and "No, like, the balsamic vinegar has to go on the plate." I need to watch the Food Network. Don't um, tell mom what you can't do. Absolutely. Exactly. Give me the popsicle and then right. move along. Right. Um, so then tonight's, or we've got guys working, and then but beat Bobby Flay. That's a big deal because he doesn't get beat very often. No, Robert Flavor. Robert Flavor. Robert, 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 Robert Soufflé does not get beat very often. So. She started that one. I, I found that on Instagram, yeah, so did. I'm going to say I stole it from Instagram. But what was the pressure like there? That's that whole set looks intimidating. So it, it's funny going from the West Coast with Guys Grocery yeah. Games to the East Coast with Beat Bobby Flay and a live studio audience yeah. for Beat Bobby Flay. I've never done that before. Uh, the fact that, like that first round with that star ingredient that Bobby gives you, that's a 20 minute cook. I've never cooked in 20 minutes. Like I've never cooked competitively in, right. 20, in minutes. 20 minutes. I've made ramen noodles for myself in 20 minutes. <laughs> Five minutes I was going to say like, even less. Yes. But that literally just the pressure and having that live studio audience, like you, you're not scrambling running around a grocery store, but you have a limited pantry with limited ingredients. You yeah. have to be way more creative and you have way less time. So, and that's just to see who is going to make it to the round yeah. to maybe beat Bobby Flay. Right. Right. Can you tell us who the celebrities are? Um, yes. Oh. I, I think uh, my episode is JB Smooth, okay. the comedian, and then okay. Damaris. JB Smooth can nice. cook, huh? Yes. Well, well he, can he, can he can eat. Yeah. He can eat. He can eat. He can eat. He can eat. Damaris is from Kentucky and Louisville. I so. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, from Louisville. So, so we had a little bit of common common vibes there because yeah. I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. So. We got a lot of good chefs from Kentucky. Yes. Um, Absolutely, and in Cincinnati, it's yeah. we get to see chefs represented. I guess, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it's very fun to see. Yeah. I mean, Cincinnatians support our people, so we're very excited about this. But it's fun to see you guys represented on a national stage, mm. and then people come to town and they want to know, hey, where can I get Chef Gill's specialty? So they then go to frequent these places. Where's the biscuits? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it definitely yeah, there's like there's a positive ROI from being on these shows and representing Cincinnati. Like Cincinnati is. I, I used to say that we are, people look at us like we are the wish.com version of Chicago when it comes to the food scene. Like that's what they think, that's like we're the wish.com version of Chicago, but we're really not. Like we are up and coming and we are just as hungry as all of the chefs and all of the restaurants you see in Chicago right. uh, on the East Coast, the West Coast. Like we are just as hungry and just as creative, if not more creative, like we have to be because like Cincinnati is just a very eclectic mess of 
of people that like chili and getta and all kinds of funny all things. kinds of very fun well, let's staples. not forget you're inspiring a lot of kids out there so i think we have you. to wrap you up unfortunately we got to hit some news but we're going to talk more about him and all of the things the ways that you can support him yep. and get him trending on social media we will put that on social media so that we can see more of you on the food network thanks for spending some time with us thank today, you us. i appreciate you all. good luck yeah. all right have a great day y'all